Nathan Conrad holds the dual role as the man in charge of Spoken Nerd and State Parks. Thanks for coming for a talk with The Antidote, Nathan. Absolutely. It's good to be here, Dave. I really wonder if you don't have a split personality. I mean, here you are. You're doing the indie rock of State Parks. And then you morph into a rapping troublemaker as Spoken Nerd. So who's the real Nathan? Well, funny enough, I mean, I would say that, you know, I've always done all types of music because first and foremost, I'm a fan of music and I'm a music lover and a connoisseur of it, you know. So I like a lot of different types of music. Initially, the types of songs that I wrote with State Parks were on Spoken Nerd albums, and I I would do those uh, that way. But what I found was just, you know, for a good steady listen, it, it seemed like it just needed to be a whole different project because I just wanted to do a rock and roll band. So, I mean, Spoken Nerd is my first and foremost love always uh, musically, but State Parks is definitely uh, equally who I am, I, I, I would say. And who you are also is this really facetious, sarcastic guy. Your sense of humor is so Canadian. You're going to move north of the border? I, I would, uh, you know, I wouldn't be against that. Uh, I love Canada. I always feel like I fit in very well there. I love the food. I love the people. And yeah, who knows? Uh, I would never say never. I don't have any plans to currently, but uh, I do plan to visit after we release the new Spoken Nerd record. So, I get the name Spoken Nerd being a play on spoken word. What about your audience? Are they also nerds? Uh, yeah, some, some of my audience is, I mean, you don't have to be a nerd to enjoy the music. So initially that name came from like, you know, nerd rap in the late nineties was a totally different thing from what nerd rap is now. So, you know, it was more like, Hey, these guys are rapping about, you know, smarter things and, and, you know, from more of an intelligent perspective. And so that's kind of where I try to come, but ultimately music is still just entertainment and I love things that are entertaining. So yeah, I do find that my fans typically are nerdy about something. They, they love movies or comics or, you know, they're, they could be nerdy about food. I mean, that's uh, it's sort of a wide spectrum. So, yeah, I have some nerds in the crowd. And besides the music end of it, what are you nerdish about? A little bit of everything. It just uh, it depends on what it is. If I love it, I'm nerdy about it usually. I, You know, my, my biggest uh, nerd thing I'd say right now is pinball. I'm a big connoisseur of playing pinball, love, love the machines, and uh, love the people that play. And so pinball you know I'm, I'm i'm a big fan of play a couple times a week i'm really into horror films that's kind of a nerdy thing and uh th those would be my two i'd say top uh nerddoms if they're if that's a word <laughs> and your current favorite horror flick my current favorite, and I'm glad you said current because they do change, but uh, I just saw Hereditary, and I know it's new. That movie was incredible to me. I absolutely loved it. And, you know, as far as, like, a classic horror film that I like a lot, the first one that comes to mind is The Shining and maybe another uh, more obscure one called The Stepfathers. Th those would be, you know, three of my favorites. You know something, when every time that I see you, you're smiling. We have this infectious positivity, like it, the song, we're going to make it in this world after all. Is life always good? Well, I think from a perspective of, you know, especially from a biblical perspective, um, 
you know, it is good. I mean, we, we really do have it made. So there is a lot to appreciate. You know, I have my qualms with society and I could talk about those all day, but you know, one thing that I feel is because of where I'm at, I, I'm going to enjoy my life. You know, that's a, that's one thing that I just try to focus on. And so that being the case, yeah, I, I do try to keep myself positive and happy because I tend to spiral on whichever uh, end of the spectrum I'm on. So <laughs> I try to stay there. You know, something interesting about your humor is sometimes it's hard to figure out what you're really intending in your songs. I guess I'm trying to figure out, is the world just your playground? Uh, yeah, in a sense it is. I mean, I, I feel like to be alive is a great opportunity. And it's an opportunity a lot of folks don't get. And I'm just, uh, I'm going to enjoy it, you know. And there may be a day where maybe I don't enjoy life as much. But for now, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it for what it is. Your girlfriend Jen is here and she's laughing. Okay, Jen, what's up? Well, that's kind of a really good summary of what it's like to be around Nathan. His smile kind of makes you, like you said, it's infectious. So you want to laugh, you want to be happy. And uh, I think that's a lot of the reason why people like his music, too. He can note on the fact that, yeah, sometimes life's kind of horrible, but, you know, we're all here. We ought to make the best out of it. And yeah, that's a good summary of being around Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) And that he also gives great hugs. That is also very, very true. (laughs) I think Spoken Nerd is probably the least typical act ever. It's got equal amounts of hip-hop, pop, and indie music. Rules don't apply with Spoken Nerd. Yeah, that's right. Uh, And like I said, I'm a connoisseur of all musics, and because I I like so much music, you know, we're obviously influenced by the music we listen to. If a band tells you they are not influenced by the music they listen to, I would say that's all insecurity. Um, you know, I definitely like everything that I listen to has, has shaped who I am. So, you know, if you come to my house and have coffee with me, I'm listening to jazz records. I'm listening to, you know, film soundtracks like from the seventies, like Italian films, you know, and then I listen to pop music and, and indie rock and electronic music. So, you know, I'm all over the board on what I listen to. And so that comes out in the creation. We've been talking about some of your personality characteristics, but physically your biggest characteristic is your beard. You even wrote a hilarious song about it simply called Big Beard. But it also talks about how we measure success. So does Nathan Conrad consider himself successful? Yeah, I I would consider myself successful at what I'm doing. You know, I, I think that that um, for me, you know, like I would love to get suitcases of cash. Uh, I love it when people put us up in hotels and, and all those types of things or when I can afford like a nice vehicle. On the other hand, you know, that's not the focus. The focus for me is actually making the music that I love and sharing it with people. And so I think I've done a pretty good job of that. And to me, that's success. And the listeners of it have done a good job of listening. So it's it's really more of a relationship thing. It's like, this is my offering. This is what I have to give to the world. And I'm going to give it to them, you know. Um, whether they want it or not. Whether they, whether they want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> what about that songwriting process? Where did the ideas come from? 
You know, they, a lot of times, like I write in different ways. Like sometimes, you know, like a producer will give me a beat or something and I will sit and just write to it. Sometimes like I make the music first because I'm more inspired by, oh, I had this musical idea, but most of my more popular songs, I'll come up with something. I'll be like, oh yeah, I should write a song about, you know, like it'll be funny to write a song about having a big beard and people think that's funny. Or like I did a song about working in a grocery store, but coming at it in a total rap perspective of like, yo, I'm the coolest because I'm in a grocery store and, and we've got everything, you know, it's, it's gangster. It's like this big thing. So a lot of times when I get an idea, it will just strike me so hard and I'll crack myself up about it and I'll think about it and I'll tell people about it and they'll say, Nathan, that's a bad idea. You shouldn't write that song. And then it, it almost possesses me. The ideas do, you know, when it's writing time, uh, I, I feel very inspired with that and I go with it. How difficult is it to translate that into a song? Um, well, I, I'd say the biggest thing with songwriting is like, it does come fluidly and naturally to me. However, uh, finding time for it and the right time for it can be a little bit difficult. Uh, the lives we live, I mean, we, we have jobs, we have relationships, we have things to do. Uh, you know, I, I always say, you know, you're given a certain amount of time and you have to dedicate that time to those things to make it happen. And it's time and work. So I would say a lot of times probably the biggest challenge for me is to manage my time in a way that gives me that space for that creativity. But I do feel like it does come naturally and it's, it's typically something is typically there. Um, Sometimes I get ahead of myself, though. My my latest record is currently uh, in the pressing plant. We still haven't got um, physicals of it yet, but it you know it's just getting done. It's not even out yet, and I'm already like conceptualizing the next record, and <laughs> you know, so and that's always how it goes. <laughs> we spoke about things being fun with Spoken Nerd, but you do get serious on the song Faith, Hope, Unity. And let's crush those who stand against us. Maybe you should explain this song and how it came about. Absolutely. Um, I was having a talk with a good friend of mine, and we were, we were talking about religion and stuff, and he had come from a Catholic background. And he was talking about, like, you know, the truths of the gospel. But the things that bothered him was there was always this mentality of, we're going to be good and happy and we're going to have peace. And, and, and then anybody that's against us, we're going to take, you know, they had that mentality when they were teaching him this stuff, he said. So I always thought it was kind of funny that we talk about like these things that are like really peaceful concepts, but we don't talk about them in a very peaceful way. And we kind of talk about them through hate sometimes. And so I thought it'd be, you know, fun to write a song where like that was the hook and then just kind of go into, um, you know, the error in those facets of religion or thought. We're speaking together here at the Audio Feed Festival where you're performing at state parks. It has some things in common with Spoken Nerd, but it really makes me wonder why you'd want to have a whole new music project. Yeah, well, the main reason that I, I decided to make State Parks a whole thing instead of just making these songs a part of Spoken Nerd is the instrumentation is different, first of all. I mean, for Spoken Nerd, at the end of the day, like I can bring in a billion band members and try to make it like an indie rock backdrop with B-Rapping. But 
that's not really the true spirit of Spoken Nerd. I feel like, you know, Spoken Nerd needs to be more fun. You know, the beats need to, to bump in a certain way, and, and that's what that needs to be. Um, I was writing these other types of songs that, that I was performing with Spoken Nerd, and to make them, like, fluidly transition with the rest of the stuff, we had, like, a million keyboards in it, and I always just hated that. But it, I always felt like we had to do that. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start a band. I'm going to record an album and I'm going to see who wants to play these songs with me and that's what I've done and so right now I'm actually still figuring out State Parks because I finished a record we've been playing some shows with it but obviously there's more to it I mean we can't just go out in a car and uh, show up with our merch and play I mean we've got you know a drum set and we've got you know a guitar player and like a whole other uh, personnel for the group so what I'm finding with this band is this is a time for my friend friends and I just to get out and play some rock and roll. And I think that that's very satisfying in a very different way than Spoken Nerd is, but still very satisfying and very fun. You and I have spoken a number of times, but I don't think I've ever asked you, why did you choose the name State Parks? Yeah, um, I, I always have great memories of going to State Parks, first of all. And so like kind of our, our mentality of the band and kind of our mantra for state parks is music to think about stuff too. And, you know, I, I like to hike, uh, go on like nature hikes and stuff. And I always think about stuff and sometimes write lyrics while I'm on those hikes. And I do them in a lot of state parks. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of pay homage for that. But then also because the music's very introspective and the songs are a little more introspective than like, um, a nerd song would be necessarily. I thought, you know, this is an appropriate name for it because it represents that. And it has a, I feel like it has a good ring to it too. I feel like just to say, oh yeah, we went to see this band called State Parks. Like that would grab my interest. Like it, it definitely has a ring that I like. Even though I've mentioned this in the past to you, yeah. it's coming again. <laughs> it makes you totally unsearchable on the internet. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, that is one flaw of it, I guess, but... I can live with that. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of our fans are even people that are coming through the nerd stuff, too, anyway. So, like, so they're already familiar with that. If they search nerd, they'll eventually find state parks. <laughs> and what's funny what you said about how you enjoy hiking in nature, because one of your songs called It's Beautiful Outside, it left me with the impression that you're almost like somebody like Bob Wiley from What About Bob, terrified to go outside the door. <laughs> no, that's not actually me at all. Um, that song was actually, once again, it was a conversation with a friend. Uh, you know, we, we live in kind of a fun neighborhood in East Nashville. And, you know, one, one thing you always hear in Nashville when it gets extremely hot outside, everyone, you know, starts saying, ah, it's really nice out, you know. Um and then there's this pressure of, you've got to go outside and enjoy the day, you know? And sometimes, like, hey, you might have worked all day. You're tired. You don't want to go outside. And my roommate was talking about that. He said, man, it's so nice and air-conditioned in here. And I got my movies and I got my records. And then I, I look outside and I just hear, like, these women laughing and they're walking dogs and all this stuff's going on. And, you know, I don't want anything to do with that. And I thought that was so funny. And I, I just decided, yeah, that's it. It, you know it's beautiful outside like nah that's not for me <laughs> hot temperatures don't want to make you just want to climb into your refrigerator and stay there right i'm i'm very much a, a 
fall hiker. Um, if anybody knows me, I work at a meat department, so I'm a butcher, and it is extremely cold in that climate, but I love it, and I'm used to it. I've done it for 10 plus years, so I, I <laughs> my natural habitat is very cold. <laughs> I'm Tired of Being Mad is another song from State Parks, and I can't seriously imagine you ever being mad. So you got to tell me, what does make you angry? You know, besides these inane questions that I have. Yeah, no, these these definitely don't make me angry. I mean, but the types of things that I guess I get I get mad about would be, you know, when people aren't respectful to each other and people don't hear each other out or like consider uh, what the other person has to say. That would be something that that definitely bothers me or like blatant disrespect, those kind of things. You know, um, social injustices. You know, they they can make me a little mad and. Uh, you know, that song was more or less like, you know, uh, some, sometimes in, in work situations or whatever, you know, you, you'll, you'll come into a job and everyone's just mad, you know, everybody's just real mad. And then you find yourself getting, you know, you're like, well, I want to fit in, so I'm going to talk to you guys. So yeah, here's what I'm mad about. And then, you know, when I think about it, it's like, man, I'm tired of being mad. This is no good originally that was going to be a spoken nerd song too and, and it was going to have a very angry sound about it i was going to just be like you know i'm tired of being mad it's just the way i am i was going to do this like kind of ludicrous like dirty south rap thing to it and then i as i started to try to pull it off i was like man this sucks this is not good so I was going to pitch the song, and then as I was actually writing songs for the State Parks album, somehow like I just started playing guitar and, and singing that, and I was like, okay, cool. Like This is a totally different vibe, but, uh, but I'll go with it. <laughs> How often does Spoken Nerd and State Parks overlap? Like, Is it hard to sort of split the two into two entities? It's pretty easy to know what's what, I would say, but obviously there are overlaps. It, it's kind of like the David Bazan, Pedro the Lion thing. It's always the same guy writing the songs. It's always going to sound the same. You know, um, I, I always wanted to do the joke when he takes questions and say, has anyone ever told you you sound like the guy from Pedro the Lion? I, I think, yeah, there's always going to be some overlap on that, and that's fine with me. I'm comfortable with that. Um, I guess the only thing that I w would be a concern is I, you know, I hope my band feels good about that. For the record that's out, I've written all the songs on it, so it's it's not like you know that there would be anything awkward with that. Where, whereas Spoken Nerd actually has had more collaboration, as some of those songs are co-written with people. But um, so yeah, I, I would say there is overlap, but I don't see it as a problem for myself. <laughs> <laughs> It's obvious that you're an uber creative person. What is it that motivates you to make the music? You know, it's it's everything. It's life in general and having anytime, you know, you find that you have a unique perspective on things. Music can be so many different things. It can be a therapy, it can be a craft kind of like I climbed the mountain because it was there or it can be a hobby it can be a career so yeah I mean I'm I'm kind of motivated by all those things and and just inspired by life in general to write 
and as long as it keeps coming to me, I'll keep writing. And in fact, like even as a kid, I, I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to write books and my father wanted to be an author. I don't know that I'll ever write a novel at this point. And I, I could, uh, it could be something that I do. I've had ideas for like film scripts and stuff, but you know, maybe I'm just impatient because the instant gratification of like writing a song, like a year later, that thing's on an album and I'm touring the country playing that song to people and people are coming to me and saying, man, that song really moves me or like my kids love watermelon heart and they sing it all the time in the car and it drives me crazy. Um, you know, just hearing things like that, like makes me extremely happy. So it's like an instant gratification too with music, but I do love the process of writing and just creativity in general. We keep talking about just how great you are. I want to get some real honest answer here. So, Jen, you're going to jump in and tell us about Nathan's worst characteristic. Ooh, that's a tough one. But There's it, just it, so many? Well, no, it's just it's very petty if I had to choose because I'm constantly impressed by him, to be honest. And that's why I would, you know, tour around with him and sometimes not the best vehicle. <laughs> but uh, probably the two things I'd say is, uh, no offense, Nathan, but your shoes... And I, I'm no sorry good. I didn't pack you, you good ones. <laughs> I left that one up to you and it didn't quite go through. And uh, you weren't totally honest about what makes you angry. It's it's sandwiches. Yeah, sandwiches <laughs> do make me angry. Sandwiches make you angry. They're never good enough. Well, the, well, the thing with sandwiches are like you go out to a restaurant to get a sandwich because you're on the road and, and you see the sandwich shop and they just put lunch meat on bread uh, with a couple like crappy toppings that makes me real mad because the thing is i have high expectations for sandwiches because i can make an amazing sandwich i've had an amazing sandwich you know you ever had like the roast pork sandwiches up in canada like that's a sandwich it is but you know what i'm still a subway fan so aren't i no, I know. Not I, know. I disappointed you <laughs> i i've gotten real mad at subway before so last tour we were on, we had two guys that were eating vegan on the tour and we're on our way back from Springfield, Illinois. And I'm, I'm, I think everyone's just like, you know, we're so hungry. We got to stop. And I said, well, you know, where do you guys want to stop? And they had two places that they said they could eat. They said it has to either be Taco Bell or Subway. And I can't eat Taco Bell because Jen says it makes me smell like Taco Bell. <laughs> and I just don't like Subway very much. Um, and so we get off on the eggs and I'm like, great. You know, now everybody's going to be unhappy. We're eating Subway. And it was funny. I, I went with it. I was I was a decent sport about it while I was eating it. And then two more exits. It says Amish buffet. You know, fresh bread, fresh, <laughs> you know, country style foods. And I was like, no. Life is full of disappointments. That was, yeah, that was a huge problem. It was a real setback. Nathan, thanks for coming and speaking with the antidote about state parks and spoken nerd. Hopefully, we'll get you back to Canada one day. Yes, hopefully, sooner than later. <laughs>